Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website and frankly they know what they're doing far better than i or austin ever did so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there you go do that follow us on twitter at final show films for updates uh for all future things including things that are going on with our website and going on with the patreon page and things that are going on live as we stream them uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else so thank you very much for watching y'all have a good day And we did actually get that one live. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Warcraft RPG Storm, Earth, and Fire. I am William. I am your Dungeon Master Storyteller for this Warcraft RPG campaign. And joining me today, we have Stan. We do? Okay, I'm playing Josh then. Uh, what is that? Uh, Techno Mystic Tinker. And Zachary. Hey, I'm Zach. I'm going to be playing Leaf Ironmender, half-orc tinker priest of the Holy Light. And Austin. Troll have snake friends. Troll's <laughs> name is Jangatol. Troll caveman, apparently. Just about. Less literate. Uh, no, he's from the jungle. He's a jungle man. I'm sorry. No, he's a jungle troll. Jungle caveman. Troll. <laughs> yes, he's, he's jungle, jungle caveman troll. troll. And Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Shiona. She is an orc flame carver. <laughs> orc flame carver. She's an orc. We still have we have still have to replace your character sheet, I see. Yeah. No, we haven't. I'm Shiona Flame Carver. She's an orc. She's an assassin. She's a rogue. Next. And she has a toddler that was still a little tips. I'm fine. She should be fine by now. I I should. I no. She's I think getting this, into character. This is just me. <laughs> She's getting into okay. character. And John. I'm John. I'm playing Garrick Cloudspeaker, an orc uh, spirit champion and also a surprise murloc attack. <laughs> you are a surprise murloc attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome because I was going to ask to have that to try. <laughs> if that had spilled up, if this had spilled up on my laptop, I would have made you pay for it. Uh, yeah. don't, don't, don't put drinks next to your laptop then. Mm -hmm. Is the correct lesson here? Don't throw things at my drinks. I didn't. I threw it at your face. <laughs> it's the lesson here. I threw it in your face. It's very so accurate. Than that. I would love a murloc on my shoulder as opposed to a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> well, Murky, what do you think we oh, should do with him? <laughs> Walk the plank, I agree. Um... So, so when last we left, when last we left off, go ahead, you do it. Um, the <laughs> the group having 
assisted the Frost Wolves in liberating their mine and their sources of iron from the from the Stormpike Dwarves who had taken it from them, as well as securing their siege tank so that the orcs could put it to good use defending said mine in the future. Uh, the members of the Soaring Fang uh, retreated back to their home base after one of their members acquired a life companion in the form of a black wolf. Yay! Um, oh, wait, she has one hand. <laughs> Yeah. You, you, you can clap with the other. We can clap with your wolf now. You can high five with. Not really. That wolf only has three legs. Um, and <laughs> Garrick offers a hand for you to play with. Yay. Ouch! I feel. I feel like Garrick is very like. Yeah. I mean, it's also Shiana, so. Yay. Um, and also acquiring a your first recruit in the form of a death knight. Garrick's the only person that can do that because he's the only person with enough meat that the claws don't hurt. <laughs> she can make the claws, like, they go over. Oh, no, I know, I know. No, he's, he's like, like, out because of stab. It's like Garrick's the only Only if she does that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the troll would much care either. He just doesn't, he just doesn't do it because he probably doesn't understand the concept of high fives, really. There you go. <laughs> Hi, Snake. Hi. That means I was Yeah. Um. <laughs> and so, with with new companions in tow, they have returned to their home base. With a number of different avenues laid before them that they could potentially pursue, the choice is now up to them. Well, we so, have to go talk to a person first. Yeah. Yes. Voldin. What are you doing? Oh, yes. Where's Voldin at? On the on the okay, Echo Isles. Oh, so what the? Okay. Yeah. What time is it? Uh, local time. Local time. Time of day. You left in the morning, which means probably before sunrise. Because it was an instantaneous. Yeah, because we just teleported. Yeah, but we also went we from Azeroth to Calvary. Yeah, you went from east to west. Sun rises in the east, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it, it, the sun has not risen yet. Yeah, so, so it's like 3 a.m. It's like, okay. it, yeah, not before sunrise. It's like 3 a.m. Just before sunrise. the sun rises. Have we slept at all? Yeah, you just woke up from a night's rest. Before the sun rises and before sunrise are two different things. I was uh, maintaining <laughs> relationships with scorpions and doing a fairly good job of it. Yeah. So in the morning, we'll go find uh, say. So we got a few hours. In, 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 to build something. After the sun comes up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go hang my halberd. There's just the echoing sound of a ragdoll in the distance. Ha <laughs> ha! As Antitonic is in the chat right now. <laughs> no. Where did that come from? Did it follow us? <laughs> How did it follow us? Shiana refuses to be haunted by this thing. Make a perception check. It's on a shelf next to you for some reason. I will murder it if it shows up here. I will rip it to shreds. That's fine. You rip it to shreds. It will be an elf on the shelf. Next day, make a perception check. There's another elf on the shelf. No. Perfect condition. No. You you go see the the war chief for some strange reason. 
There's a doll sitting on the, the, the top of his throne. You see, we're not in Call of Cthulhu for another couple of weeks, Austin. <laughs> Auntie, no. 19 tailoring check. <laughs> yes, yeah, you put that together. <laughs> Why is there so much hate for me right now? It, it's okay, we can throw leaf in the scorpion. Leaf is useful. Yeah. What? Josh is the one you throw. Josh, we don't. Just to test. (laughs) We need. We need to test the veracity of the scorpion. (laughs) I feel like Josh would just like build himself a suit and get in there. Yes, he would build himself a suit that he thinks looks just like a scorpion, and all the scorpions gonna, would be like, what the heck are you doing? I'm going to go into the war room that we apparently have, Yes, and yeah. hang the halberd that I that I took off the dwarf on the wall. Okay. Since it's not all that useful of a weapon. I mean, it's dark iron. So. I mean, yeah, but still hanging on the wall. Yep. Trophy. Yeah. Eventually, this wall will be covered in weapons. <laughs> For now, just that one. And what was that thing that I was building? A doll? Another, I, I think I was building. <laughs> Don't encourage him! <laughs> Sorry, I think it's on my foot. Oh, oh, it's the Lark Sword. <laughs> Are you okay? No! I'm not okay! I never will be. Probably not. Right, the little Tinker's Workshop thing to help with building stuff. Yes. Probably from home yes. yes, 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 yes. Can I make another progress roll on that? Yeah, make me a tinkering check. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, I'm going to Engineering alcohol with your agility. You had two glasses of wine, and they weren't even big glasses. Actually, you could roll that, and I could assist. This is why okay. Yes, which yeah. will give you advantage. Because you have a higher bonus uh, yeah. so. yeah, You have advantage on this. I have advantage on a good. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> I rolled a five. So I get about a seven, uh, 19. Okay. That's enough to make that's enough to make a day's worth of progress. If you want to if you want to spend some of your oh yeah. your tinkering uh, today points. we're not doing much because what it's a point per day or a point per twenty five every every well because you have ex- because you have industrious haste every engineering point is an extra day because normally it's an extra twenty five you don't have industrious but you both have industrious haste so yeah okay so just, yeah that's more, I'll, I'll spend two points yeah because and that brings it. To- Fully completed. Yeah, because you because you're both assisting either you can spend engineering points. Okay. (laughs) It's done now. I spent my points. So with the two with the two of you working together, you hammer everything out and get everything bolted together and you have a fully completed workshop. That one we make stuff we have a plus two bonus as long as we're doing it in the base camp. Yep. Ooh. Okay. Why couldn't we use that before? I need to set up these for my Mickey Mouse villain for Shadowrun. I like to think it's just a giant desk. Like it's just like a giant desk with a bunch of like, you know, hose and spring mounted tools all over it. And you're just looking at the top and you're like, those screws aren't quite put in. Let me look for the screwdriver. Let me look for the Oh here it is. Yoink. Yoink. Just all the all the screws are on all, all the tools are on bungee cords. So you pull them up, work with them, let them go, and they just go back. They snap back. I'm just using my cantrips and use the the uh, mage hand and have it run all the stuff all over the table. 
They'll be like magical conduits for mage hands. So you can like mage multi hand. Use mage hand tools to start. Okay. Powerhouse starts playing in the background whenever you start working on it. Yeah, it automatically slides out. I mean, hey, you know, Thaumaturgy is a good game. Yep. Thaumaturgy for theme music. Wow. So. With that out of the way, yes. as the sun rises and you complete work on the workshop, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to go report to Rolfin. <laughs> Anyone would like to come with me? Um, I feel like that is maybe something. We should probably go along go because do. they might have trouble over there. I feel like it's not that far of a ride. No, it's not. Yeah, but there are like guards and. Yeah, there's all kinds of people over there, so yes, we should all stay. As a it's group. a decent ride. It's most of a day. Oh. Most of a day. Okay. And guards, and <clears throat> there could be trouble. Um, Ooh, how long would it take me to build a ship? To build an airship? Airship. Yeah. Yeah, the materials for it. Uh, I've got quite a good start. Yeah, I mean, we've got ten thousand gold sitting around in the bank. So I, got, I, I got, thought we, we were going to buy a wyvern and start a wyvern roost. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah we're, we're going to do that too. Build a wyvern roost. We have an airship just for cool. the troll. Also, if there's, if there's any project <laughs> people wanted to get done around, the I'm just imagining. Need to all though, necessarily. I'm just imagining. I'm good. Okay, like a, like a shiny red balloon on a on a string, and then the trolls just tied to it. I do not feel that reporting this in will require all of us. If there are projects people want to get done, however, anyone who wants to go is more than welcome to go. Maybe we should stay here and work on stuff. Because while while yes the, while yes there are guards in the Echo Islands, that also I, means Vol- possibly traveling as a smaller group may be more beneficial. Exactly. Also, Vol'jin isn't going to start a riot right now. Okay, <laughs> if you say so. I I will go. I can stop anyone that tries to harm us. The two of you then. Also, two orcs by themselves less likely to be scrutinized by a bunch of other orcs. Troll. Just gonna feed the... You stay here, you come with us. I believe he has work to do with our uh, downstairs neighbors. You play with scorpions, you come with us. Troll's gonna look around. Okay. <laughs> um, how are the scorpions doing? Um, you fed them when you got here, um, so that should tide them over for most of the morning, but... If you wanted to, do I mean, we, we we were gone for a little bit, so we make sure we have good relations with the scorpion. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, how much was is a wyvern? Uh, I gave you a price at one point. Um, we have enough for one. Oh, we, have, we have a lot of money. No, we have. Like we have. I think they're enough for two. I thought they were like five thousand or something. I think five thousand. Wow. No, they weren't that much. We had enough on us. <laughs> We had enough on us to get like one or two. They're sentient creatures. And we have enough the, the amount of training that goes into gather our money. Yeah, yeah, which is why I say they're not like they're not five thousand. Yeah. 
I mean, could we like go out and find them and be like, yeah, friends? And, yeah, like, we could. We could probably send Jangatol out to tame some. Teaching them, teaching them to accept a rider is a whole different thing, though. Yeah. You just jump on that and hold on for your life, right? Like a horse, right? No. Like a horse that is twice as strong, flies, has a venomous stinger on its tail, sharp fangs and teeth, claws, you know. <laughs> like yeah. a possessed horse. It'll be fine. You're saying all those things aren't true about horses? <laughs> You're saying those things are true of horses? Yeah. Depends on the horse. Obviously, you have not been riding a lot. Or <laughs> kicked by one. Yeah. Uh, a cub, a wyvern cub, is typically sold around 4,000. Yeah. Um, How long does it take to grow? Like a fully, a fully trained wyvern, and again, orcs rarely sell them, but right. a fully trained wyvern. Um, if you can buy one, would be somewhere between seven thousand and ten thousand usually. Yeah. I told you there were a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, Diana's right. gonna go harvest some kidneys. <laughs> I was going to prep the top uh, based on the environments I had seen the wyverns have. I was gonna sort of, you know, look look at the top of the place. I mean, what condition is the top of the, the keep in? It's just, just uh, it's it's been well repaired. Um, it is mostly um, stone uh, surfaces uh, with a variety of um, like um, slate shingles to form the to form the roof with um, bone like heavy bone structuring structural supports to sort of like keep things framed. How slanted is it? Um, there are. The, the parapets have sort of flat walkways across them, and then each of the towers has a, like a faintly slanted sort of circular conical uh, roof. Do wyverns have nests? Uh, they do typically keep a roost, yeah. They, they like to make a nest. Okay. You know what I'm going to do? Troll's going to go and hang out at a at the wyverns in Ogrimmar all day and just kind of Learn what he can of the creatures. All right. Rather than trying to just make assumptions. Roll me animal handling with your intellect. And in that case, then Shiana and I will go to Echo Island. That's a good roll. Which is good because my intellect is not... Might just be safer to make some some mecha wyverns. That's a 20. (laughs) Good. (laughs) A mecha version of any animal is never safer. (laughs) Never. Because you take that animal and then you apply a malfunction rating. (laughs) Yes. Like like the idea, we have a roost of wyverns and a roof of mecha, and a roost of mecha wyverns like opposite of each other on the the, the top. One of those roosts occasionally explodes. Like, honestly, because here's the thing about doing that. Because, like, sure, the upsides are a bit like, you know, you have cup holders. The downside that <laughs> you might bars. explode. Upsides, upside, cup holders, handlebars. Don't have to tame them. Downsides, explode. it might explode while you're 10,000 feet in the air. <clears throat> or less. I mean, and honestly, a wire might also explode while you're 10,000 feet in the air, depending. <laughs> yes, but typically that is conditional upon someone shooting you. With something that explodes. Which is kind of hard to get 10,000 feet in the air. So. Okay. What are we really? 
so don't showing. go wyvern jousting if you don't want to explode. <laughs> <laughs> That's the lesson here. I don't want to go wyvern jousting now. <laughs> With exploding lances. Yes. Yes. The best kind of jousting. So you guys are going to Bulgin. You're going to oh, learn about wyverns. Mm -hmm. You guys are just staying here working on things? We're working on things. You also, you also missed my my goblin concept for the tinker called the buzzard. Flight, oh, no. flight suit. It's it's a, it's the gob it's, it's goblin the vulture. Oh no no uh, yeah yeah goblin the vulture from Fireman. This play, giant mecha wing suit and outfit that makes him look like a human with plant boots. They call me the buzzard. Ah. I'll take her party. Ka ka. It's to happen. Yeah. Sometime. So, uh, you guys make your way out. It's most. It's gonna be most of the day before you get there. Yep. Um, but let's go ahead and uh, before that, actually, um, Jangatal, uh, what you learn as you sort of peruse around the wyverns for the day and sort of take the time that you can to learn what you can. Um, wyverns are. They they are sentient creatures. Yes, that, I, I I know the basics of wyverns yeah. and yeah. Um, their relationship with orcs. What I don't know is, you know, how they live, what they what they actually want, um, they, what their expectations are. They they have a very um, their lifestyle is very much very sort of. Um, Akin, it's sort of a weird Super mesh between a bird of prey and a and a large pride cat, um, where they 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 definitely they definitely keep their roosts and their nests, um, but rather than like a single family and a nest, they definitely keep like large groups of wyverns and sort of a pride um, that uh, sort of works as a unit uh in in home life and sort of goes hunting in groups and brings back food for the rest and uh they tend to they tend to keep their own nests um once if the, once one has been set up for them you know that most mostly what the what the orcs who live with them do as far as maintaining their environments is treating the ones they get ill because they don't have like they have an amount of medicine but nothing that can really be applied because they don't have the like the manual digits to yeah. really do medicine um and uh mo mostly the, what the what the orcs who maintain the wyverns do is keep them healthy um make sure they have extra food in case there's a in case a hunt isn't successful any individual day um and mostly just like maintain the things that the wyverns can't do themselves uh, and for the most part they're self-sufficient they, they supply opposable thumbs and a backup yeah Alright. I'm going to also on there just sort of foster relations with the wyverns and see if any of them just kind of get a feel for the young ones, see if any of them are looking to move off or anything. You know. Start their own pride, etc. Roll me inside. I'm not fantastic at that, and that's a four on the die. So Five. <laughs> um, mm. there might be, 
but it's wyverns are hard to read because they're not quite people and they're not they're, quite animals. They're not, yeah, they're not animalistic. They're not as animalistic as I would want them to be. Yeah. But they're also not like people. So they're, 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 All right. they're in a weird middle ground that's difficult to read, especially the ones that can talk. Because a lot of them understand language, not all of them can speak it. That's not going to help me much, though. Yeah. Um, while, while you're doing that, um, the two of you make your way to the Echo Isles. When you, the, the trip is relatively without incident. When you, as you arrive, you notice the, uh, the Corcron are still patrolling, keeping, keeping eyes out, watching the happenings of the Isle. <laughs> yeah, that's a smart idea. <laughs> That time it was her. I will restrain myself. <laughs> Anyways. As you were saying. Yes. You arrive at the Echo Isles. Okay. Walk head in. Are there still people on the train? Yes, there are plenty of Corcoran still patrolling. I walk past the Corcoran because I'm pretty certain I'm not the one they're watching. Just roll me a general charisma check real quick. Do I need to roll this as well? Nah. Okay, good. Uh, 13. Okay. Yeah. If it's a charisma save, it would have been 20. You, uh, you, you, you sort of present your, your standing, and no one really seems to question you. You present yourself like a warrior of the Horde. It I helps. also have the Sashimono. Yeah, it, 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 it helps that you served under a Blademaster for a while, so you, there's, a, there's a bit of a known existence for you among the Korkron. And the horde banner Sashimoto on the back helps probably. Yeah. So they they let you through without incident. Um, you get you get the occasional look of like, what's Dave doing down at the down at the Echo Isles? You know, sort of like why why is this guy that I know who is not typically part of the Echo Isles down here? But they don't really look into it that Wait, much. Dave's here. Dave Tarasi. Mage character suddenly appears in the middle of the Warcraft campaign. Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> I mean, again. we could all just—we, I mean, we could do an all mage party. Like, if we have the, if we go to Warcraft. Everyone's a part of the Kirin tour. Uh, has to be a warlock. What are you on about? Yeah. Um, but. Uh, you pass you pass through the village and you make your way to Vol'jin's hut. Um, he is uh, sort of sitting across from a burning brazier, sort of just staring into the fire, sort of his eyes focused on something within the flames that you can't quite make out as he sort of looks deep into the deep into the fire as you enter. I see you returned. <laughs> Greetings, Vol'jin. We return from the Frostwolves, Drek'thar having promised his support. This be good news. The Frostwolves ever been the heart of the old horde. It good to know that they still stand with those of us who care for the horde. Is there anything else we were given to bring back? Or? No, that was about it. Accept any kind of payment. <laughs> Josh says in our heads. 
It's an extreme message spell. It's like cast <laughs> sending. I'm the one with that spell. Thank you very much. I can't there, there, there's a goblin version. Uh, there's a goblin version called Sense Profit Loss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? Little uh, goblin devil appears on your shoulder, telling you to make as much money as possible. Yeah. Basically. One of us says, "No, thank you. We don't want your money." And then Josh <laughs> <laughs> has a heart attack. Yeah. Violently ill wherever he is. <laughs> Just, just, Josh just collapses to the ground, clutching his chest, and then Leaf goes, no, no, no. what's going on? Ah, somebody's no. rejecting money! Josh ah. collapses to the ground, clutching his wallet. There's <laughs> money being no, lost! His wallet is right here. He doesn't have a heart, just a wallet. There's money being lost somewhere! Money's being left on the table! <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'm sure he would totally take you know, us not taking money, so long as one of you had a joy buzzer and shook his hand. Now, that <laughs> yeah, might hurt this, Josh this, this more isn't... than anything Shiano would do. <laughs> this, this, this isn't... Uh, uh, what would transport Because Crag bolting. Crag bolting was the don't leave any money, not only on the table, or on the floor, or in a dungeon, <laughs> or hall ceiling, <laughs> in carpeting, or whatever. <laughs> How does this carpet look like it's worth? I, I don't know. I didn't think about that. Yeah, but how much? I mean, I suppose it's a nice carpet. Anyways. Is there anything else you require of us? Uh, I think that'd be the most that I can ask of you without drawing too much attention. I appreciate what you've done for the Horde. If there be anything I can do in return, let me know. Ching ching. <laughs> it is our honor to be of service to the Lord. And of course, for this task, I won't let you be walking away without payment. You did the sending spell to folks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> and he he indicates in another pair of trolls sort of walk in with a with another chest um, and set it down. It'd be not so much as you made last time, but I think fair compensation for journeying across the world. If it was into slightly less danger than walking to the creator, but. We did end up having to drive back some dwarves, but that was more fun than anything else. <laughs> uh, check the chest. It's got 5,000 in it. Right. Take it so, I'm not, so I'm not carrying a chest out with me. Now again, if there be anything I can help with, yeah, let me know. Hmm. Is there anything on the mind right now? I mean, we're trying to get members. If any of the Darkspear <laughs> wish to affiliate themselves with a guild in Orgrimmar, send them our way. I let them know. If the Soren Fang need recruits, now tell the Darkspear that they be looking for them. That would be appreciated. Cars, cars. And we will be off. So you make your way back. What are you guys up to in the meantime? What are you building? I think what we should do before any of our silly ideas. Ah, uh, come on! I want silly ideas. Go ahead. It would be fun to watch. A silly idea: a defense system for the fort. 
Yeah. Um, I was thinking, because you have all sorts of illusion spells. Automated illusion spells as a defense mechanism. Hand you the money. Well, these just make this too much more cantrible things. So, I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, basically, a door alarm that if the alarm goes off, it casts a sending spell to me that alerts me that someone's tried to break into the base oh. and then starts casting illusion spells. So they think they're going upstairs, but they're actually going into the scorpion pit. <laughs> so that's that's what I want to do. That's what. <laughs> I think it's major image and sending, which I think are both third level spells. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be major. Sending, sending. It's more hallucinatory terrain. Evil scientists. Yeah, it would be hallucinatory terrain. Yeah, hallucinatory terrain, not not major image. Uh, it depends on how long of an image you're trying to make, like because major image lets you. Well, major. The thing about major image, major image, is one thing. He's trying to change the terrain so they think they're going one way when they're actually going somewhere else. Yeah. Which would be hallucinatory terrain. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a fourth level spell. It could alternatively be something like a minor illusion and a trapdoor. Yeah. Like, like, if you wanted to simplify it out, then yeah, like like minor illusion and a trapdoor would be one thing. But if you wanted to, like, make them think they're traveling for a while. So the the major image um, is a 20 foot cube. Which could theoretically just affect the staircase. Yeah, I guess. Like, like make the staircase appear to be here instead of there. But they'll still be knowing they're going down. Yeah, uh, they would. Yeah. They would. They would walk through the staircase, and they would know yeah. it's an illusion immediately. Or, or I mean, less. Where it could just cover up a pit, and they fall through the pit like, when they walk over. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was thinking. Like, like, uh, illusory terrain is solid for no, it's not. Solid. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. not. But if you're an illusionist wizard, you can make it solid. Yeah, illusionist wizards can make illusions real because they're crazy. I love illusionist wizards. They're great. Hallucinatory terrain. Oh, look, it's a bridge. We cross it. They try to cross it and fall through. <laughs> illusionist wizards are the Looney Tune wizards. <laughs> illusionist plus Tinker would be crazy. You'd be able to create illusionary machines and then spontaneously make them real. You had to be epic levels to do that because that's one of the highest level that's things that wizard gets. Le- yeah, their 18th level ability is the ability to make illusions. Yes, but as a 30th level character, that would just be fun. <laughs> yeah. But if you worked with an illusion wizard, like one character is a tinker, one character is an illusion wizard. Uh, illusion wizards are, like, yeah, they're Looney Tune wizards and they're great. I love them. So, what are you working on? We're on our way back. Um, yeah, you're on your way back. <laughs> I did also have this idea, vaguely inspired by the doll, but actually, possibly, to, in a functional way, address this whole issue of making splitting the party safer. Of basically, yes, making a small uh, a plush golem, you see. But basically making something that I could use uh what the spell exactly? Is it scrying? I think it's scrying. Josh should tinker some Bluetooth earrings or some Bluetooth ear earpieces. <laughs> but yeah, it uses like scrying and then it uses uh glyph of warding, basically in conjunction so that I can control and see through a small little doll at a distance and then be able to cast like maybe even just one spell. <clears throat> through it. And I'd be able to give it an insanely high dexterity score so it could help me with stealthing around. You're asking to 
wants to create a remote control golem. You're you're at, you're asking to create a familiar, essentially, circumventing it with much higher level spells than just find familiar. <laughs> kind yeah. of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the tinker way of doing things, I guess. <laughs> and also, because we had this discussion, it'll be a lion wolf. It'll be a lyle. <laughs> Or a Woolion, but that just sounds like a Pokemon. Woolion, I choose you. Yeah, it does sound like a Pokemon. In That'd fact, I think, there, I think there is a Pokemon in Woolion. Yes, I believe Woolion is actually the name of a, of a Pokemon. Is it a Woolly name? I feel like I think it's a sheep. It might be. Yeah. It might be. It's either a Woolion or a sheep. sheep? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Solgaleo is the lion. Yeah. Well, so so yeah, Solgaleo is the is the sun lion, but mm. I feel like there's a Woolion. Oh, it's Wulu. Sorry. Yeah. Wulu is the is the Wulu, that's it. That's boring. And it's a sheep. <laughs> there is a Wulu name of Pokemon. Anyway. So basically I want to create a small stuffed familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Very expensive small stuffed familiar. <laughs> like way more expensive than just finding your familiar. I mean, yes, but I don't get five familiar. Yeah. This one. Yeah. So, and I can create it with an insanely high AC this way. Because, rough check, I can give it a 23 AC. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. <laughs> Really quick, just to maybe it's clairvoyance at this point. I'm thinking of. You're making a you're making a child safety teddy bear. Oh yeah, he, he's gonna have you know just a little thing like that to. It, 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 it would be else. it would be it can actually kind of be there yeah. in a way that it's a child see it's a child monitor. Yeah, you're making yeah, a child, child monitor. monitor. They can blast a spell through. He can see. He can see what's going on, and he can yeah. fire yeah. something through it. Like I said, so he can stay um, home and and still be with the party. <laughs> um, it would, it would be a it would be a complex, responsive task. Mm-hmm. So function difficulty twenty five. Oh, and the heal staff will actually be complex, repetitive, not simple, repetitive, or no, simple, responsive rather. Because mm-hmm. it's like a firearm, you pull the trigger and it does the thing. But instead of shooting a bullet, heals. Yeah, <laughs> it shoots a healing bullet. We're not Anna. It's a blinding bullet, actually. <laughs> it's basically a very large, very fancy flashlight. Except it can also deafen oh, you. Oh, you're talking about the staff. Yeah, I was talking about this. I was about the child safety pillow. <laughs> child safety teddy bear. <laughs> Yeah, it would be sim- simple, responsive for the staff. Okay. Complex, responsive for the, the market. for the for the for the familiar goal. Go out into Orgamar. Do you wish to have? A, do you wish to have a companion that can keep your children safe? Here, it's a teddy bear. You can see through it. <laughs> you only have to be a high level spellcast. <laughs> ah, for that we have remote control. <laughs> Either of these might explode at any point. It's got certain <laughs> yeah. So you got that underway. 
How long is the day back? Um, it'll be well after dark. Yeah. In fact, it'll probably be past midnight by the time you get back. <laughs> we'll just both go collapse and fall. Because <laughs> like, like, we haven't gone to sleep. So like we got back before before we got back before dawn. Mm-hmm. And then it took us all day to go there and get back. And it was dark again by the time we get back to the guild hall. It's like zombie into our respective rooms and collapse. Probably. Well, if we do that and get back without seeing them, yeah. then Shiana's going to hide the gold. <laughs> you realize I'm going to ask about that, right? No, we're going to play with the Josh. Okay, I can get behind that. We've already discussed this. No, I'll give you the gold. I'm not stealing it. It's just... Okay. We're going to play a trick on Josh first. Okay. Yeah. I can get behind that. Oh. Um, yeah, Claire always was what I was thinking of. That's why I gave her the gold, because I can't sign it. Here, so. <sighs> so. You guys get a long night's rest while you guys are doing what you do throughout the day. Okay. Do you have anything in particular you need to work on, Josh? Mm. <clears throat> no, when, when we get back, we have things in here, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, what's the... Uh, the, no. the uh, my little uh, replicator. I'm going to try to... Oh, yes. Put one of those together. <clears throat> the replicator. He has two tails, depending on what ter- kind of terrain he's in. What is it? <laughs> it's, a gra- it's, it's a little thing that walks around and, and it jumps on somebody's leg. And, it, and then, and then the, the tail shoots into the ground and holds him steady by one leg. <clears throat> what, it, then, what, what it basically does is just grab something. So I'll say the task is actually just complex repetitive because it just grabs onto something and just sits there. Yeah. So I feel like what I can really use design wise just a really big wind up dial on the back (laughs) (laughs) that starts playing uh, music whenever you turn it and that way if he's on stone the the other tail is is a um, is a tentacle so you grab rocks I mean I was thinking instead it would like just play the Jaws theme (laughs) so like it it just So it just moves through bushes, and all you can see is just a little uh, the wind-up <laughs> dial going through the bushes, and you just hear the jaws theme. This is Donna. Donna. Donna, Donna. Donna! Donna! I'm also looking up the material costs for all the spells. So yeah. Multiple spells that make this thing work. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm tired. I slept until like 5.30. I don't know what's tired. Did you arrive one night party? I was only a part of the night party. Oh, that was actually a joke. Okay. <laughs> well, I was done partying by like 2. Mm. I actually don't know. We were done talking by 12. We got back. Yeah, I got that whole day. 
So you guys figure out what you were doing over the course of the day. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> but you guys get a long it's rest. A, it's a game. It's a, it's a, it's like a series of party games, and each of them is like we were doing like Quip Clash, which is you, you sort of uh, make. I mean, you could just go ahead and prompt and roll for what progress you other did things, get. Like Matt, yeah, just to see. Okay. You okay. Play, see you're up there. Yeah, so you give up it asks you for a word, you give a word, it gives you a prompt that you respond with a second right. 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 oh, right. 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 I don't have to you have advantage from helping. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Advantage? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, plus two plus two lines, but they were plus two plus two Okay. So one of these two die. I like the first one was like Jimmy So sixteen plus your plus your bonus. I'm sweet. I'm twenty eight. That's enough to make two days of progress by itself, which will be two hundred gold worth. Two hundred worth, okay. Plus whatever you want to spend on engineering. Yeah, I'm trying progress. I'm gonna spend the whole. I got eleven of those, but that's ten of them will be five hundred more gold. Five hundred. Okay. And then the eleventh one will be five hundred fifty. Yeah. So that's five hundred fifty gold. Seven fifty over. Okay. So whatever I figure out. Then I'll add my points to that as well. That's 900 gold progress right now. 900, okay. And I'm going to have to. Is that the the ones you already spent on the workshop? Yes, yeah, okay. I already spent two, so I only have three points. How different does the keep look? I told me get back to it. No, it looks the same. Uh, the keep looks the same. What's inside of it might be different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the workshop area is just completely, totally different. If there wasn't, also, if there wasn't already, like, I was thinking for outside having some kind of a metalworking forge for you to be able to have, I mean, it's probably a good idea. So there's probably, like, you know, some kind of an, like an anvil sitting out there that we ordered on Amazon, you know. <laughs> ordered from Amazons. From Amazons, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do they deliver in person? They have to. I want to take pictures. <laughs> Amazons in this universe are trolls, though, so it's like. <laughs> I mean, this whole place was built by trolls, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Renovated, at least. Yeah. Renovated by trolls. <laughs> What you wanna forge? It's like really like this like giant barbarian troll lady just comes carrying an anvil on one shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get what you need. <laughs> Sorry, you guys get a long rest and wake up. I got anvil for you. <laughs> I know that's the that's the, the I got package for you. <laughs> you get a long rest. You get your day's respite and wake up the next morning. Mm-hmm. Jangatol, did you spend the night with the wyverns or did you come back to the fort? I spent the night with the wyverns. Okay. Shiana's hiding the gold under her head. <laughs> cool. We've successfully communicated with Vol'jin and gave him the information that Drek'thar was prepared to resist. Uh, he may be sending some recruits our way. Okay. Always good to know. Hmm. Someone realized that our joke requires them to ask us questions. I know. 
We need to There's work no on this. Wait till it comes up. Yeah, we need to work on this. So it's Josh. It'll come up at some point. <laughs> It'll come up sometime. I'm too busy working on stuff. Also, are you going to rule that we can't get the speed on this thing higher than a certain degree? <laughs> on yeah. which one? For yeah. the little uh, no, the, no, 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 she, no. Um, its speed <laughs> is probably. Like twenty or thirty. It's probably capped out at thirty. Okay. Right over there. They'll get it at some point. They'll be fine. <laughs> or Shiana's going to use it to go buy a vacation. I don't. With the With the um, I'm gonna go check on my chains. I think I've been enough time at this point. Yeah, you, you make your way into town. Um, walk up to um, Forsaken Earth, uh, and you walk in, uh, and Grimlark is behind the counter. Ah, you're back. Indeed. I take it you're here for your uh, magical chains. Yes. Let me go get them. And he sort of walks uh, back behind the into the back of the shop. They were always getting them returning. That's what it was. Yeah, that was, was it. To re- to retract back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he comes back with uh, the two the two heavy hook chains um, that have now been carved heavily with a series of um, runes all across the uh, the links of the individual links. Um, and across the hooks themselves, and he lays them out on the table. There you are. How much additional would it cost to have these animated at my command as well? Animated's a bit of a price you're asking for. One moment. He sort of steps back and goes to look through his ledger. Because then I can have four attacks. With nails. So, you're probably looking at about another. Animating is a tricky spell. You probably need more like three thousand gold for both, or just for one. That's per chain. Per chain. I put two thousand gold on the table. I'll be back with the other thousand. But I'm leaving one chain. All right. I'm gonna go back to the field hall. I need a thousand gold. Well, I imagine at some point there will be a system to formally file requests, but <laughs> sure, go ahead. You know what the treasure room is. I go grab a thousand gold out of the treasure and then go back to the thing. By the way, uh, what did we get for the whole mission, by the way? It's Josh in the area. Nope. I mean, I imagine I'm working on something, so you probably walked past the workshop on the second floor. So we'll probably be in the workshop. 
I'm just in the workshop. Oh, if Josh is I'm visible, just, if Josh just, is visible, so. yeah. Yes. So he'll be right on. Like, well, well, oh. <laughs> 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 no, I'll, I'll do it. Since you're hiding. No, but I, no. I'm okay, you want to do it? All right, you do it. You do it. Do it. Do you do it. Do it. You do it then. To um, to better our relationship, <laughs> I can't say this with a straight face. We decided not to take it. <laughs> he offered five thousand gold. <laughs> Go set up the account first. Make an instant check. <laughs> I question the business sense, but I suppose that makes sense. I just duck my head and keep working. Yeah, Josh over here is it. Whether or not he responds, whether or not he reacts to it, we'll just. It kill you in your sleep and take your money. <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, working on the little things and something just pops up in the air. And <laughs> I just, I just try to ignore it. With this money stashed, I almost have enough to buy that other place. <laughs> I believe, by the way, as they say, they are attempting to josh you. Yes, well... Your passive insight's high enough, and her passive deception is low enough. I'm pretty certain you picked up on that. <laughs> Shana will go to her room and get me. <laughs> I will go give the extra thousand gold for one of my chains to become animated. Yep. Here, leave. Isn't like how heavy is five thousand gold? That's really heavy, isn't it? It's a little yes. Gold. It's a little heavy, yeah. Here, leave. <laughs> <laughs> 50 gold is a pound. So 500 is 10 pounds. So 5,000 would be 100 gold. pounds of gold. Yep. You know, you didn't have to bring this down the stairs. <laughs> well, you get to carry it back up. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a bag of dog food. No, a bag of dog food at most is like 50 40, pounds. 50. 50 pounds are the biggest like size. Sorry, that's, that's two bags. I, can, I, I, I very frequently would carry two bags of dog food yeah. on my shoulders when I had right. to bring large amounts of dog food for our dogs. So. Yeah. Well, you can carry it back up. I know what, what 5,000 gold feels like. <laughs> it's a pair of bags of dog food. This smaller quantity. Mm-hmm. Small oh, size. This little robotic am- armature. This will be the first strength calibration I do. Well, maybe the second. <laughs> Just try and make sure that your strength calibrations can hold the bag. I mean, this thing isn't going to be significantly weaker than me. <laughs> if you're still having trouble by the time I get back, I'll carry it up. Right up. I mean, you just took 1,000 of it, so. Yeah. Not that, and I took 1,000 from the primary hold. Shiana's going to go out as well. That's she, all wants to try. she wants to try to do some more recruiting. <laughs> okay. It went so well the first time. Yes, it did. <clears throat> I wasn't here for the first time. Roll me an investigation check. Four? I don't know what we're looking for. She's trying to be helpful. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, five. <laughs> five. <laughs> Let's see if fate's on your side. <laughs> Super not on her side. Uh, Nobody likes you. Her. Find out. <laughs> um, roll your perception check. 
Let me know if I see any of this on my way back from the place. Uh, yeah, 24. 24. Um, so you're looking around um, Orgrimmar, and you have no idea what you're looking for. You have no idea who would be a suitable candidate for the guild. You're just kind of looking around and hoping something will jump out at you. Um, and as you're walking around, uh, someone drops from the sky. <laughs> um, as, as you're just walking, tiptoeing through the streets, <laughs> you pass a bunch of kindergartners hanging onto a rope. Um, as you're walking around the upper mesa, uh, where the wind rider masters uh, keep most of the nests of wyverns. Um, there is. <laughs> you see a troll. <laughs> there's a there's a wyver, there's a pair of wyverns coming in, um, and the the riders that are getting off are familiar to you. Um, there is a tall, um, lean, green-skinned orc with sort of long reddish-black hair, wearing sort of deep red and brown uh, leather robes. Uh, next to her is a uh, brown-skinned orc male, um, sort of tight trim goatee, long braids, large rifle on his back. Um, as you recognize um, the pair of orcs that you've run into twice now, um, once on the airship uh, heading across the Eastern Kingdoms, and once again after that um, in uh, Blood Gulch. Um, as the two of them are arriving back in Orgrimmar. She'll walk up to them. Hello. Um, the the female looks over. She's quite the conversationist. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Um. Shiana. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> it's cool. I don't remember your name. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think I've ever given it. Honestly. Eight charisma, guys. <laughs> I've got four more. I've got six more than you do. Also, isn't it nighttime? No, this is the next day. The next day. What am I doing? Um, they call me Ashore. Talk about your Ashore. Ashore. Sure. Oh, nothing. Ashore. Sure. And yeah, that's the total market value of it is. Oh, yes. This is Colren. Sorry, what? Colren, indicating the the Maghar. What did I do with it? I put it somewhere. What, what brings you two to Ogamar? Um, taking a moment of respite from our search. We live here. <laughs> what search is that? Um, history, personal matters. Right. Well, I am uh, part of a guild here, if you were looking for a guild. <laughs> She's right to the point. She says, hey, charisma, guys! Roll a persuasion check. This will go well. Yeah. Wow. Two. Are we actively recruiting? Is that the thing we're doing? Yes. Uh, no. Oh. She's, she's out there. <laughs> she's, I'm not she's, she's, she's out there playing. <laughs> wonderful charisma. I didn't know this was a conversation that had been had previously. No, it, it hasn't. No, she, she, no, 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 okay. We don't have a formalized process for what we're going to do with these people yet. Before, Shiana was just like stealthing around stalking people. Yeah. <laughs> Comes out of the shadows, door knocking. <laughs> 
No, you didn't even do that. <laughs> no, she didn't have a chance to. You just stalked to, she, people. Well, she ran into that other guy, but yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not like either of us have any particular. She um, rolled a two. Home in the area. <laughs> I rolled a three. I have negative one. See, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, much as anything, um, what would you have us do in a guild? Well, I don't know. You would have to come speak to the people that <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we don't know yet. <laughs> she looks. She looks over. At, she looks over at Colrin. Do we have anything else in particular to do? The other Maghar kind of looks over, just kind of shakes his head. I mean, we could have a conversation. Relief is a much better conversation list than I. If your if your guild would be willing to help us in what we're looking for, we'd probably be willing to help you with whatever you need. Sure. She will walk yeah. them over to the guild office. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I get to ad lib <laughs> this conversation. I can help if I'm back in it. If not, then yeah. The troll is back. He's going to be a great help. He's going to scorpion feed. <laughs> so he's just going to be walking around feeding scorpions. Here, Chango, I have sacrifice. I mean, <laughs> he's currently fishing one of those zappy beasts out of the water. In the pencil. So they 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 get back probably right as Jangatal is opening the the hatch in the floor for the scorpions, which means that as, as they walk in, they're greeted to one of the giant the giant the scorpion matron sort of climbing out of the hole, grabbing the entire Kodo and or the thunder lizard and just dragging it down back into the hole. The uh, the Maghar with the rifle on his back looks over and just kind of. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is our scorpion pit. It's where we put people that hang us. Paul turns and looks at you and cocks his head. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> the, orc, the orc kind of looks at you for a minute as if trying to read you. Leave! Hmm. <laughs> You realize he'd be inside. Yes, we're in. Yeah, they're, they're, they're inside, inside on the ground floor. floor. They're on the ground floor. Leave. <laughs> One moment. <clears throat> There's Get shuffling it. of many much technological things. The Death Knight walks by as you as you as you call for Leaf. The the other two orcs sort of look at him, offer a nod. <laughs> he continues walking by on his patrol of the area. I walk down the stairs. Do I? Who are these people? Are these the people we met on the Zeppelin? Yes. Yes. I have people that might be interested in a guild. <laughs> right. What was the kind of... We should probably formalize these processes. <laughs> probably what not let Shiana do this. <clears throat> ah, I mean, we didn't let Shiana do anything. <laughs> Someone let her leave. Shiana took your own initiative. Well, I mean, we kind of assume that Shiana can be an independent of all but you know. Yeah, why do we assume that? Because she's an adult? Because you're the only one who jumps to make that assumption, and she tries to kill you for it. And all of us have just kind of learned from the death threats to stray away from that territory. So, uh, 
Ah, and you were uh, Ashur and Corin. Right. I remember you from the airship. Yes. Quite an adventure that was. Which one was this? The one that blew up, or the one that blew up? <laughs> the one that was attacked uh, by a dragon. The one that was attacked by the dragon. No, I don't know if Garrick's back or not. Is, Is Garrick back? Uh, probably now. About yeah. <laughs> Garrick, I found people. <laughs> are you looking for people? I thought so. <laughs> Evidently, they are interested in joining a guild. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't formalized that process yet, have we? No, we haven't. <clears throat> but I'm not there yet. This is how we learn, yes? <laughs> I'm sure that the two of them are really encouraged by you. Uh, professionalism. <sighs> There seemed to have been a small amount of uh, miscommunication here. What? We already got the this guy. points at the death and I Gorilla. around. Him. Gorilla. True. I suppose formalization makes it easier for <laughs> large-scale recruiting, but yes. Ideally, our the Soaring Fang specifically tends to specialize in reconnaissance and infiltration style missions, uh, as well as raising as as well as uh, raising the structure once we've infiltrated. <laughs> that that is that's how literally every one of our infiltration missions have ended. <laughs> Incorrect. When we. Like, we took the axe from the one place, mm -hmm. we... And what happened um, to that place after we left? <laughs> I mean, there are dragons there, whatever. <laughs> their fault, not ours. Um, we went to that one pr uh, prison camp, we freed them, but that wasn't destroying it, so... Just the corner of it that we stepped on. True, we didn't raise the entire camp, no. only part of it. We only killed the part that we walked through. clarification, <laughs> I didn't make these comments in character. No, I know, I know. I'm just like... I'm just making sure that we're not having this conversation with part of these. No, that would be hilarious. Anyways, in character. What skills are you, what, what skills are you looking to put to use in a guild? Um... Colrin is a master marksman. Um, I noticed you had quite some spellcasting capability. Yes, I am. Um, I have been told that I am a potent um, shaman. Um, my communion with the spirits is at times rather fervent. Um, I myself um, more of the martial end of, of the shaman arts. Hmm. Um, I have a talent for flames in particular and lightning, um, spirits of air and fire. Um, Colrin, as I said, master marksman, excellent tracker and hunter, um, peerless scout. And what are you looking to get out of the guild? Um, aside from enough of a wage to survive around, um, Assistance in tracking down um, fragments of my hi of my history. Uh, Colrin has been kind enough to help me out of the goodness of his heart, but um, 
Well, I suppose I should start at the beginning. Um, I'm called ashore um, because it was the first thing that I heard when people started referring to me. Um, it's a shortened corruption of Ash Orc. Um, they say that I was found in the ashes of Black Rock Mountain with no memory of what came before. <laughs> yes, I recall you told us at least the so short version of your tale on the airship. Um, and I am searching for any fragments of what came before that I can find. Well, we certainly have operated quite quite often uh, in the Eastern Kingdoms, so looking for information on your pasts in and around the area. Black Rock Mountain shouldn't be a thing we won't be doing. Um, as we find more, more work, more jobs, we can look for jobs in the area. When we find enough to make the travel itself worth our while, we can certainly aid you in that pursuit. <clears throat> should you, of course, lend your aid to our missions there. Mm -hmm. And of course, Colrin, the other work kind of nods. I am mostly in the pursuit to aid a friend and in pursuit of my own glory in the experience of battle. So, as long as you find worthwhile pursuits and a reasonable pay to survive, I will fight for you. What's, um, just from my experience as a peon and in the, in the Orcish Horde war machine, what is a standard rate of pay? Um, sort of depends on what you're looking for, but, um, like, your average rate for, like, unskilled labor is, like, um, two copper a day. But for, like, a skilled warrior, like, um, a, uh, like, your average, like, military vet, like, mercenary, um, it varies from job to job, but if you're looking to, like, hire one on per contract, you're usually looking at, like, two to five gold a day, depending. Yeah. So you'd be, like, if you go by, like, bi-weekly, you'd be looking at, like, um... 30 gold 20 20 28 or like a yeah, like um 28 to 30 something gold a week uh, every two weeks out of curiosity on my way through orgrimmar and back did i happen to hear any conversations about any recently posted jobs on the job board uh what kind anything that would require uh military ability like a, that a guild might be interested in um Roll me an intelligence check just to see if you recall. That's a natural one. <laughs> I didn't really roll so much as drop, but still, it's a natural one. <laughs> there might have been. You'd have to go and take a second look. Pretty much. Leaf. Uh, if you could go, if you could uh, uh, work up a fairly standard contract for employment. The two of you and Shiana can come with me and we'll go see if there's any tasks on the board that we can test your abilities in. I can do more recruiting. No. <laughs> can, can I get my hackle check to I set would, up the uh, contract? I would keep that down until we have a more 
formalized yes. process for I this. <laughs> you did. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's enough for now. Um, we'll see if we can find a mission that we can all work we'll together on. See how we work together. Right. We'll put some posters if on everything wall. goes well, we're going to use your share of the mission funds, and we'll get you a contract with the, the guild. Sound good? In her future. Okay. They both look at each other for a minute. Shrug. Sounds good to me. All right. Let's go to the mission board. Let's go to the job board. Fine. Olive draws up a contract with or without the help of Josh. <laughs> with the help of Josh, except where numbers are concerned. <laughs> like, I, 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 I need, need some of his help on my, my hangle check. <laughs> I'm going to get some of his help on the legal jargon you because, you know, you would problem. know more of that yeah. than I would because I would probably start referencing laws in the Alliance and then things would start failing miserably. So, um, okay. yeah. Okay. But then, as soon as there are numbers involved, and if you ever write, if you ever, ever try to write someone's soul as a co-payment, <laughs> that will not fly. That I will not fly. And when I get back, I'll, I'll, I'll help you out with the uh, standard rates of military things. So, I mean, we all were in the military. Yes. Some of us longer than others. <laughs> Everyone in the Horde was in the military. It's kind of a thing. Yeah. The Horde thing. Yes. Well, except teams. for, you know, two-year-olds. Most two-year-olds. When they grow up, say. Yeah, but not everyone in the world. At the moment. Anyways, good job. <clears throat> so you, you, head to the, you head to the board in Orgrimmar. Um, and I can pay for this little... The, 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 the plush golem with the money that I have. I just okay. don't understand. We needed people, I got us people. We, we, we do need people, but we need to figure out how we're going to use people before we acquire them. Well, don't we, like, figure out on the go? <laughs> we do, we shouldn't. <laughs> but Pretty isn't it better to learn by doing? And that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> so I should recruit no you've <laughs> already done that um, so among the job board um, there's um, dragon activity in Dustwallow Marsh um, that um, the um, that... I'm looking for quick dirty in nearby Hey, you know, but we 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 they have had this fight a dragon before, so you Dragons. know. Yeah, we have seen them. The, do the, the, yeah, but we're, we're, where, where's Dust Fall March? One uh, one fight on a zeppelin, as opposed to down there, actually fulfilling a mission together. It's on the continent. Is like what well, the objective. The objective here is not to see not to see how good they are, but to see how well we all work together as a yes, team. right. I mean, um, we work together killing the dragon. Yes. Just like a second dragon would confirm whether or not that was coincidence or Yeah. Um, yeah, there's dragon activity in Dustwell and Marsh. Um, Brackenwall Village looking for help with dealing with that. Um, there's uh, Venture Co. is getting in the way of the Barons and their, their activity. So if someone can go tell Venture Co. to bug off, um, that'd be appreciated. Tell seems like. Uh, hidden text for beat them up until they acquiesce. Basically. <laughs> um, Sabotage until they acquiesce. Uh, there's um, sure. problems with the, the Night Elves are assaulting the Morshan Ramparts a lot more than usual lately, so uh, any help pushing them back would be appreciated. Night Elves? Um, and then 
uh, in Ajara Naga activity is increasing on the coast? I think the Venture Co. one. Which one was that? We've seen them kill dragons. Let's see them handle goblins. Well, and other mercenaries. Yeah, well, uh, Venture Co. is in the Barrens. They're they're getting in the way of operations in the Barrens. They want to okay. stop them. Grab the Venture Co. one. kill goblins? <laughs> Or not, we don't have to kill if it's goblins. All you have to do is disrupt their, make it unprofitable for them to be there. Also, yeah. Also, we don't necessarily all have to be involved in this because this is again, this is a little bit training like, thing. So it's like I think oh, we just have to make it unprofitable. Yeah, just, but we don't I remember. Realize, we're looking at people. With, never cashed in on the killing Twilight's hammer people. Yeah. We should also clarify, like a lot of them, what skill set these people have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are not negotiators. Well, we don't know how. Right. Yeah, my my, my my idea is well, we don't have the the objective here isn't to be subtle with the venture go. My my idea is to see how they is both them and Gorgonash because we'll see how he works with others as well because he might end up being like a secondary squad leader or something. Um, have the three of them with support from us if some of us if they need it. Approach the situation, see how they want to deal with it, <clears> see how effective they are dealing with it, and if they need our help. And sort of get a baseline for their overall problem-solving ability, not just their ability to kill a thing, and that's in front of them with us helping. Fair, yeah. If we want good warriors, they're a dime a dozen. Yeah, we're looking at we're we're, we're looking, looking at competent, competent individuals, and seeing how they will approach a problem, so that we don't have to be with them on every problem. Yeah. In order for the guild to be profitable, we can't be solving every problem. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is the Twilight's hammer thing still up there? Oh yeah, that's an ongoing bounty. Yeah, she on How does she cash in on that? Um, ears usually. We weren't mm. collecting ears, were we? No, Shiana was. At least oh. the first couple ones that we got, she yeah. was. Like oh. once, once everything broke out, it was a little complicated. But turn all the, ears the first have. ones, ears or heads, whichever is proof of death. Mm-hmm. Killed. A lot. What was getting? Well, we killed the four like, in the uh, in that outpost. Yeah. yeah, she definitely took. She took the ears off. And then the assassins that came at you out there, there were three of those. Okay, so, so that's seven. seven. I don't think you collected the ears in the camp because were there four assassins? Was it four assassins? Yeah, there was eight. Yeah, none in the camp because we were beating a hasty retreat. Yes. But we had another encounter with them. I yeah, and it was, I believe, yeah, I, I believe like it was ten gold ahead. I feel like there was one more encounter with them. Yeah. No. And regardless, we know we, we can confirm eight. eight. Yeah, we can we've, got, we've got eighty. That's eighty gold. So I'll add eighty gold for um, Well, that's about them. She 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 picked them up. Like, oh, she that's that might just be her. Also, she, she's cool. picked them up. So there may be enough witnesses there to be like, oh yeah, and uh, she and this big guy took down their leader. <clears throat> she she will go give them ears and mention what happened. Yeah. See if there's any extra laying around. I mean, I wasn't able to collect while we were running for our lives and saving people. Well, um, you get you get you get the goal for the ears, but part of the we killed their the the ogre that was in charge at the place and also let the prisoners out is why you have a fort. So yeah, yeah. we've been compensated. For that. And yeah, Corona paid us for that as well. Yeah. Um. um so yeah. yeah, I need to go get my uh, my the fangs for 
The snack. Yes. Yes. So, snack friend and I will go obtain fangs. I yeah. presume they're done by this point. Bring, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Bring them back. You go and retrieve fangs. It's a d one plus one d six lightning damage. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. Guild meeting. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Do I have to roll anything for writing a what a Contract. What do you want to be in it? I'm going to assume that given enough time, you can figure uh, so out what you want. My 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 thought is, um, ten percent of what you earn goes to the treasury. Like like ten percent of what you earn on a mission goes to the treasury, 15. and then if <laughs> fifteen, <laughs> sixty. Almost... <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, sixty. Uh, well, it, it depends on if they if they use uh, equipment that is uh, common property. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. You can roll an intelligence check if you want to. If you want my advice on what might be relevant clauses to include. Um, my my thought is just ten ten percent of their ten percent of mission profits go to the treasury. It's a seventeen uh, intelligence check, but uh, in I have no context. Yeah. And, oh no, me too. I got seventeen intelligence. And if and if they if if they don't. Work like if there's a, if there are on on weeks they don't work they'll get a standard pay of two gold a day for that week. So like if you if you if you do a mission that's your pay. If you don't do a mission we still pay you some amount to, for that week for being on for being for being part of the guild. Sure. Um and like two gold a day, uh, which ends up being if we if we take into account a full seven day week that's fourteen gold. Fourteen gold a week if you do it. Yeah. Well, and then whatever you make on the mission minus ten percent. Yeah, that's. Well, how much is ten percent going to be profiting though? Well, it depends. Like, like think about the think about the amount of gold we've made on our mission. Well, here's a question: How much is the is the the venture co thing? Yeah, paying. Um, venture co uh, is paying out um, six hundred gold. So that's sixty for a small for a small group. That's sixty gold, and if we make comparison, so that's a month's pay for two people that we get back. Out of that. Yeah, but if that they don't work. I mean, we people need incentive to work. Yeah, uh, and that is that's like oh, that's because the that's the incentive because you're only getting fifteen gold a week. But if you're not getting fifteen well, gold a week, you're getting. Question is, are there are there guild duties? Because. Presumably, of a barracks, there's also an amount of room and board that's being provided. Are there guild duties? Oh, uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we're going to need more than. Well, I mean, we have to. 10% of, your, 10% of what you make plus a monthly duty or a yearly duty? Well, well, I mean, I mean, just like, well, what what, what do they provide for us? I, I mean, obviously, when they, they go yeah, the ability, that, yeah, the ability, they make the dishes. I mean, the ability, the ability kind of, to do missions and upkeep the and upkeep the key and some kind of requirement of missions as well, so we can you know make sure people are actually end up doing yeah. missions as well. With with the caveat that you know we're gonna ask you every once in a while to join in a mission, and you only get to say no so many times before we're like, no, just get out of the guild. Yeah, I think we'll can you know can release from contract at any time at our discretion. Yes, a, but it, well. it, it, they're probably just like a contract regarding. You know. So I um, know a number of missions required with, with the with the intelligence checks that were rolled. Um, I'll roll one too, just to see if there's anything I'm with. Five intelligence. 
Intelligence. Intelligence. All I get is my own. <laughs> well, thankfully, the, the person who has done contracts, aka the assassin, has a pretty decent idea, apparently. Natch 20. Okay. <laughs> Plus Hi. two for my intelligence. So, things, things the two of you might think of and want to consider. Um, uh, you probably want to include a monthly allowance from the treasury per individual based on you know i need gold for repairing my equipment i need gold for etc 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 a b and c you probably want to establish a capacity of how much gold is an individual guild member allowed to withdraw from the treasury on any individual month to cover expenses like equipment and uh maintenance and upkeep um beyond that you probably want to establish some guild ranks based on who is experienced, who gets access to what, because how much gold you're able to withdraw might change based on your rank, your duties might change based on your rank, what you're allowed to do, your organization. Um, beyond that, uh, if you're aiming for a profit-sharing style of income where, you, where they split a portion of your profits, um, you're probably going to not necessarily a quota, but rather sort of a, a monthly minimum rent where it's like, you have to we have we need to make at minimum this much gold from you every month to cover what we're to cover what we're giving you along with your stipend um so where where it's not like if you have a down if you have a drought of work that's one thing but you know you don't want to say oh you have to do this many jobs in a month one guy does a really big job that pays a lot of gold and then gets injured and can't work the rest of the month so then you fire him because he can't do more than one job in the month yeah yeah that's fair um, so you probably want to say rather than a minimum number of jobs, a minimum amount of gold brought in for the guild. Yeah. Or also someone who's really, you know, productive, but like someone who does a bunch of small jobs might not necessarily be super high ranking just because he's doing a bunch of jobs because they're small ones. Yeah. Um, so you would probably, you would probably want to include the possibility of, you know, craftsman jobs, you know, people, people who want to use the guild as a, as a, as a as a push for their for their crafting trait you might want to include a specific position for that which would probably be you know we get a certain amount of your profit in exchange for for um, use of our facilities for, for, for use of our facilities the protection of our soldiers the, the ability to advertise through us etc et et also et potential you know you'll be expected to offer a, a, discount, a discount to our soldiers to yeah So those are things that you would think of with those intelligence checks. Ideas on numbers, because <laughs> like I'm, I, we don't we, I don't know how much it costs to maintain equipment over the course of a month. Pre presumably, a hundred gold a month would be a reasonable amount for starting to, out. For starting out, access from the guild from the thing. Um, well, so you, so with their with their stipend, you would be paying them. Um, 14 gold a week, which would be 28, um, two weeks. So that would be 56, 56 a month. So double, double what you make a month. Yeah. You probably, you probably want to make at least a hundred percent profit on that. So you probably be saying about, yeah, about a hundred gold is probably, if you want to round down and be easy on them, a hundred gold is probably a good minimum because they're, they are getting paid at least around half of that every per month. person per, per, per person. Yeah. And then we'll probably have higher expectations for higher ranks. As yeah. Well. And then as we obtain merchants and stuff, we can roll in a lot of the equipment repair stuff with, you know, the yeah, merchants and stuff. will just be like, and we'll pay, you know, we'll pay a merchant 
X, a flat X amount in exchange there you're expected to perform repairs on all guild members' stuff. Yeah. But that's something for when we're much larger and we have regular need for that and we have so yeah, I think yeah, like for, for like for for quester for quest goers, for adventurers, uh as we are currently operating with three. So, so you get so with under that idea you would be getting paid fourteen gold a week, probably bought probably bi weekly every every two weeks. Um sorry, semi weekly. Correction. Yeah. Um uh and at that point you would probably still be getting paid that every week. On top of what you get to keep from your job, yeah, but you would be expected to bring in a certain amount of gold, and I would probably say you probably want to charge a little more than ten percent, maybe like um, twenty or thirty, yeah. just because it, at that point okay. they're still getting a regular pay even outside of their job earnings. Yeah, so twenty five percent. Yeah, about a quarter sounds. Yeah, probably, like yeah, you probably bring because then then case, a because six hundred gold quest will bring in one hundred and fifty gold. They could theoretically do that one quest and be good for for for, for the for the month. Yeah. month. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, are you writing this contract up, Lee? No, I'm writing. No, actually, email, no, that wouldn't because if three of them are going on it. If three of them are going on it, that's splitting down three. If we're expecting hundred gold each, oh yeah, no, so yeah, they have to do three missions like that. No, they'd have to do two missions like that because yeah. they only make hundred gold. Totally. Yeah, yeah. 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 they have to do two of those, yeah. and that seems like a pretty middling contract. So two of those in a month would solve that issue and make in a decent amount. It also gives well, the option for like a single person if they're doing you know knockoff missions, yeah. like you know a couple hundred for this, a couple hundred for that. You know, they could bring in 25, 25, 25. They only do four of those missions. I suspect we iron all these details out during our meeting. And then with those t- with those three, because we now have three uh, people like, we're going to send you out to the barrens to deal with this mission. If you, uh, one of us will go with you to supervise <clears throat> and basically see how you, d- how, how do you deal with this problem? Sure. And if you succeed, you get to keep... That amount minus twenty five percent to split amongst three of you, and it'll get you officially signed in with the guild. The Gorgon actually I'm expecting we're going to keep on regardless, because we offered him that before we were doing the contract thing. Yeah. During the meeting, when can I do more recruiting? <laughs> when we have, we'll tell you. <clears throat> we will have open recruiting at some point. Huh. We'll put a, we will put a big sign on this out on the side to keep this as open recruiting. At that point, you can go do more recruiting. Also, how are we dealing with like? taking money out of like our share from the money that we make. I said I would write up something formal and I will. This is part of the formalization process. I imagine some kind of vote system between guild leaders would be the best way to do it. Simple majority vote? Yes. Six of us makes that very convenient. Five of us. Jenital won't vote. Right. I'm sure we can five five actually makes it easier because then you can't have a tie. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could be the won't vote. The troll won't vote on money. Jenital won't vote on money and doesn't care. Well, that's snake ring. Snake ring also <laughs> won't vote and doesn't care. We'll give snake friends. His own rank, I suppose. Mascot. Yes. 
Anyways. Uh, ranking names. <laughs> this is the worst part of building a guild, is naming oh, the ranks. <clears throat> initiate member, initiate member, officer. I, I was leader. also going to ask, um, have we figured out, like, we were talking about, like, officers for different... Yes. Different levels. I don't think one army for different levels, and who is going to be charged? Well, we need those different levels first. And okay, well, well I, believe, I was just wondering if yeah. anyone had put any more thought into it. That's all. A simple placeholder could possibly be having those names, and then putting perhaps a simple star system. So perhaps, <clears throat> perhaps you could be, you know, a member level, but then you could be. A second member, member two star or member three star, and then that would it's all indicate it's always stars though. Now Something are we talking about actual stars? Let's say fangs. Because fangs I like fangs better. Are fangs. fangs are easier to get my hand on. <laughs> member second fang. That, I guess it has a ring to it. He's biting biting into the iron fangs at that point. Yeah. We're the soaring fang. It works. It's fine. <laughs> We're still the fangs. Initiate member, a couple. Initiate three ranks of member uh, officers, and then leaders. Works for me. No, the iron fang has a very different structure. <laughs> yeah. So you're not biting that much, because the iron fangs, everyone is a fang until they're an officer. Yeah. So fang is like pawn. Basically, whereas yeah. else it's a denotation, it's a denotation, and, and, and then you remember first wings. fang, member second then fang, member third wings. fang, officer wings, officers, officers get wings, <laughs> officers get wings, <laughs> members get fangs, yes, and initiates don't get shit because they're initiates. <laughs> Do you need I mean, like actual physical wings. I mean, initiate is basically yeah. the right to go to people as they go on their first and or second mission. No, so initiate isn't a rank that we should intend people to hold for long. No, no, initiate is pre initiate is pre contract. Initiate is yeah. do my laundry. No. Initiate is pre-contact. <laughs> initiates, initiates are trial period. You're know, taking them out on mission. You're so sensitive about your laundry. I'm sure you could ask Josh to build a laundry machine if you insist on it. Sure. I'm just saying. A laundry machine would be good for the guild hall, though. It would be. True. <laughs> You're so easy to get off topic. <laughs> I mean, another production. <laughs> having a wyvern's nest, we'll have to wash the banners up there occasionally. Yes. Okay. That's another point in my favor of Mecha Wyvern's is all I'm saying. <laughs> No, no, you have to have, 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 have a mechanical window washer too. No, that would just be, we'd have to repair them floor. because just in case the navigational systems go off track and it crashes into the building, or you know, oil leaks or a thing. Anyways, um, or you know, with, so not now with my stuff. <laughs> no, they don't leak oil; they just explode. They explode with glitter. They glitter bomb everything. Well. Which is worse? We've, than death. We have enough. We have enough of a basic measurement sorted out to approach with these two new members, three yes. new members, and then we'll take them out. Out. Take them out. <laughs> I will. Go, I, 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 <laughs> Shiona, would you like to, Shiona, would you like to join me in supervising the mission? Okay. So the two Does of us. This involve taking them out. No, this involves watching them take other things out and helping if necessary. If they fail, then do we take them? If out? they fail, they'll probably be dead. 
So we, you take out what take them out. And for charity's sake, I'll go ahead and include a simple clause about covering any sort of healing for basic injuries they may sustain on missions. What in theater is we have a pyre. We have we have a pyre outside computer ray costs. And a scorpion. Pit. And a scorpion. And a scorpion pit. Pit. <laughs> Actually, I believe that's a pile of unused lumber. We can turn it into. I will turn it into a pyre when I get back. With a stake for burning people. No. <laughs> 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 Who do you plan on burning at the stake? <laughs> We're not humans. That's a human people, thing. That's a human thing. That's a human thing. That's a human thing. I can burn humans Hold on. Hold on. Humans burn Shiana. people. <laughs> I thought that's what the scorpions were for. The scorpions are for... The scorpions are the orc way. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to mix it up sometimes. <laughs> No, we're going to do this boring and straightforward. And by the way, if I wanted to see people burning at the stake, I would have stayed in the Alliance. Exactly. That's part of why I laughed. All right, okay, no stake. Can I build a torture chamber? (laughs) We'll discuss that later. Can you, with one hand? (laughs) I can sprinkle you with one hand. I can stab you with one hand. We're going to go put the initiates through their quest now. Oh, I can't do the contract. <laughs> so we're gonna take Gork. We're gonna take Shauna. I'm gonna take Gorgonash, and I can't remember their names. The Ashore. other two. Ashore. <laughs> sure, sure. Ashore and whatever. I can't throw things at you. There's a computer. Ashore and Corin. Ashore and Corin. We're gonna take the three of them out to the Barons and have them deal with the problem. Ashore and. and- Colrin. Ashura, Colrin, and Gorgonash. Uh, we're gonna have we're gonna basically say, here's the problem. We're here to supervise, you're here to solve it. We will laugh if you die. Would Gorgonash technically okay, be initiated at this point? Well, we haven't officiated him in, so yeah. Uh, this is as much a test of, of like we also we also don't know what we're doing with Gorgonash just yet. So yes. I'm, pulling, I'm creating a list. How they, how, yes, please create a list of our guild members. And how Cor, the Corrin, Gorgonash, Onish. How the three of them, how the three of them solve the problem will determine how we use the three of them. All right. I'm going to roll a series of tests for them. I would like the two of you to roll me a series of insight checks just to observe them. So insight and or perception. Insight is better for me. Um, Perception would be way better for Shiana. Yeah, if I could use Perception. Yeah, uh, both of you make me four. You make four Perception, you make four Insight. Uh, 2018, 19, and a natural 20. 10... 16, 24, and 12. Okay. So, I mean, first step on the process is just collecting information and gathering what, what needs to be done as they as the group of you enter crossroads and you sort of give them free reign to talk to the contract holder on... Yeah, we're basically... We, we're taking the role of NPC party support yeah. for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We just saw oh, the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> now I am now I am the player. Now you are the player. <laughs> um, and the DM, so we don't just dictate things to you or whatever. <laughs> um, but 
So we do get to judge you harshly. <laughs> um, but the uh, <laughs> only has one arm can't cross. <laughs> but the um, <laughs> you sort of. I mean, hey, with Taylor, I could put like you know some kind of like a hook on your uniform so you can like at least hang it there. Uh, it's it's going to be more like like a well, like a Napoleon type I, thing. I think it's more hand-on. It's going to be a Napoleon thing. Oh, Just do so it. the uh, you sort of <laughs> give them free reign to talk to the person who yeah. who posted the contract to figure out what information they need and what what they need to do about it. Um, um, what you what you gather from this conversation is that um, Gorgonash is, despite his mid nature of being a death knight, works best with people that he knows. And that when dealing with anyone who is not familiar with him, he's immediately put at a disadvantage because he's a death knight. Yeah. Anyone looking at him has an immediate air of distrust and or fear. Yeah, yeah. So he's not the best at the first impression. Not the point of We sent him out to kill. Yes. Um, but uh, <laughs> you, you learn that... Um, Ashore's personality is actually surprisingly strong for a first impression. She is respectful and um, and reserved, but not weak. She doesn't appear to be a weakling. She doesn't appear demure. She just seems calm and cons- and controlled. So she tends to make a very good um, sort of very calm uh, diplomat style of uh, of of conversation. Um, Squad leader. Um, whereas uh, Colrin is more content to let the other two do the talking um, and is more just pointing out details that might be relevant to the other two as they're having the conversation uh, like as as they as they as they um, talk back and forth with the with the person uh, posted the contract Colrin kind of leans over and sort of notes notes a detail to um, to uh, Ashore who, who to Ashore who then, Brings it up in the conversation if it's relevant or not. Um, that being out of the way, um, then the next thing you follow them out on is the the approach and how they decide to um, get into the location and scout the area they're dealing with. What part are you doing this to me again? Because you're running, you guys will be running a Griffin organization in Grand Terra. Yeah, I know. <laughs> The tables will turn on me eventually, I fear. <laughs> yeah. I'll, we'll, be, we'll be doing it to you when we hire people, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then on the on the approach, uh, you find that um, uh, Colrin is probably... He's, he's a superb tracker. Um, he... From tracks that you could not find, he manages to figure out the most the most likely locations to find active venture co bases, um, and is able to get a surmise of their numbers just from the tracks that he's finding. That once you arrive, seems to be relatively accurate. He's definitely got a keen sense for hunting and tracking, um, especially humanoid targets. It seems. Um, Gorgonash lets the other two take the lead on the on on the scouting. He definitely seems to be aware of the fact that his his strength is going to be more in the battlefield than in the approach. So he is taking the back seat as he as he probably should. Um, Ashore sort of 
um, supplements Colrin uh, in his tracking by consulting relevant spirits and asking for magical aid as need be. Um, the third approach is the actual beginning of the ordeal. Um, this is where you learn that while he's not necessarily the best at first impressions, Gorgonash has a surprising leadership capacity when it comes to the people that he's working with. Because as soon as, as, soon as the battle starts, Gorgonash is immediately giving um, battlefield commands. He is immediately organizing the three of them into, into a fighting group, putting himself at the front to uh, put distance between the enemy and Colrin uh, with uh, Ashore at his side. Uh, performing most of the harrying and offensive maneuvers while he takes the brunt of the offensive. It doesn't seem at any point like they'll need our assistance with their fighting? It doesn't quite seem like it. This okay. definitely seems to be um, well within their capacity. These CR3 enemies are not any worth our time at the moment. <laughs> um, and you note that um, the, the three of them seem to... Um, it's a little rocky at first because neither of the other two know Gorgonash and they work best together. Um, but eventually Gorgonash just finds the instinctive moment where they, where the three of them click together and Gorgonash sort of very much takes over as an, as an effective battlefield commander between the three of them and acting as a frontline bulwark between the other two and any harm. Um, Ashore's command of magic is impressive. Um, She's got a natural talent for calling down fire and lightning um, at opportune moments and with a precision that is, you would consider very, you would consider most of what she's calling down very dangerous, but there never seems to be any risk to her allies as she calls down lightning meters away from Gorgonash and not a spark seems to track onto him. Um, she's got a particular talent for fire and lightning. Um, and you do know that uh, Colrin's shots are placed specifically to kill. He's a superlative marksman, uh, as as was advertised. Um, they uh, Gorgonash gets them focusing down on key targets um, so that significant enemies are brought down quickly, and then disperses down through the channel where where they where they're down to people that they can handle in in large groups. Um, he know he seems to have a solid grasp on when he needs to take specific command and when he needs to let the other two's instincts kick in and let them handle themselves. Um, and the the last part is um, triage after the battle. Uh, you notice that while they while they handled themselves perfectly fine, they of course took an amount of injury. Um, Gorgonash is holding up well but being on the front line he took the brunt of it um but ashore seems to be uh capable of stepping up and uh offers to heal him they manage to uh tend to most of all of their wounds um in the aftermath um make sure that they get the proof and uh confirmation that they needed um finishes up wrapping up uh it's very very clean wrap up. Um, they get all of the proof that they need. Um, uh, Gorgonash sort of bundles it up, loads it himself so that he can carry it because he doesn't tire among all three of them. Um, and they begin to make their way back, present their proof, get paid. Going back to the hall. Yep.
Did very well. What gold was that? 600, which means that we between, the, yeah, between the three of them. Well, no, we get 100. The guild, no. So yes. 150. Yeah. 25%. Yeah. 25%. Yeah. 25%. <clears throat> All right. You handled yourself well. Present them with the contracts. Sign it. You are now members first fan of the Soaring Fan. Uh, explain our system that we've come up with in our meeting. Uh, and as you acquire missions, if you acquire any assistance from us, basically, I don't see us forming preformed squads until we're much larger. So anyone who would like to help out gets a share of the reward. Anyone who doesn't gets their standard pay. Very well. And as we as we take more and more dangerous jobs, we'll be sure to keep a mind open for anything that happens in the Eastern Kingdoms for you, I'm sure. Thank you. And of course, anything that anything that you find, bring to us, and we'll put it on a wall somewhere. I'll keep. I'll put up an announcement board, and, and we'll, keep have, it we'll have our own mission board. updated. Yes, have a mission board that everyone can update in the main hall. In the time that we've been gone, have any trolls shown up? <laughs> Just out of curiosity. Not yet. Okay. And also on uh, all of the rankings and designations list in all the official paperwork, any of you who end up looking through that we'll see that uh now uh our 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 dearest reptilian friend now has an official last name of snack friend friendly snack <laughs> in, in the mascot position up one side yes it, it is written down in the mascot Do you, you have you have shown it? yes i have i have actual stuff written down so nice. yes Along with written down notes of who these people are and why we would take them on missions. Yep. So. So, so now they're official members. Yep, they are now all three of their official members. Member uh, members one time. Our members first time. Boom. And with that, I think that's where we'll go ahead and end for the week. Say bye, everybody. Bye. bye. Good. Farewell.